0: You're listening to the Moments of Clarity podcast by 6 Seconds Europe. Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to Season 2 of the podcast, where we will feature global experts on leadership, change and emotions, sharing their real-life experiences and how they've used emotional intelligence to see the world and themselves more clearly. Every Wednesday, I will ask my guest for three moments from their life that led to a lightbulb moment of clarity on how to leave their life for the better. This podcast is produced by 6 Seconds Europe, who are part of the global nonprofit 6 Seconds, and who are dedicated to growing awareness of emotional intelligence. 6 Seconds Europe supports individuals, teams and organisations to develop and practice emotional intelligence to increase personal and organizational effectiveness. For further information on Six Seconds and EQ, please see our website, sixseconds.org/eu. We have a truly inspirational person for our first guest for season two. Laura Williams is from the Momentum4 Consultancy in the UK, who specialise in people performance by taking individuals, teams and organisations through transformational change. Everyone from individuals to companies have gone through huge changes over the last two years, so this chat is very topical as it is all about having the right attitude to change and how that can help you personally and professionally. This will be of interest to anybody going through a change, whether that's going back to the office, hybrid working, a new role or a new career. I'm really looking forward to sharing this interview with you, so let's get straight away now to Laura. Laura, you're very welcome to the podcast. It looks sunny where you are. Where are you?
1: I'm in the UK. I'm down in the south coast in Sunny Saltdean and I'm currently just sat in my very bright and airy new studio office that we've had built because of lockdown and kids working from you know homeschooling and all of that going on and the need to change our business. So it's it is it's quite bright in here I need some sunglasses.
0: No, it's great. It must be great to actually get out of the house. I mean, a lot of people are finding that, you know, to be able to step into another environment, into work mode and then home is home.
1: Absolutely. It's been very challenging, as I'm sure it's been for many families with homeschooling and children and parents all working in the same spaces. And then trying to keep that tidy and, you know, eating off the place where you're normally working. So, (laughs) you know, it's uh, breadcrumbs in the laptop. So, yeah, it's lovely to actually be able to close the door, come up to a really nice space. We're lucky I can see the sea um, and I've got views of the downs. So feeling very, very, very blessed to have this space.
0: Excellent. And could you just tell us a little bit about your company then? It's Momentum 4, is that right?
1: Yes. So Momentum 4, uh, my husband and I, uh, also my business partner, uh, formed Momentum 4 probably around 12 years ago now. And we specialize in people performance and business growth. So everything that we uh, do and the clients that we work with is around supporting their people to ensure that they are working in their optimal zone. They are at their most uh, resilient and that we can offer them well-being, uh, leadership, coaching, however that formulates for their their needs, really. So it's all about performance, but being resilient um, in the ability to be able to perform.
0: And I read a line that you have up on your website, which I really liked. It was, we believe that emotional intelligence sits at the heart of it. So that was a lovely way of saying it.
1: It absolutely does. It's Emotional intelligence is something that for many practitioners who will know this, that you couldn't say the word in corporate life, emotional intelligence. Um, So we learned very quickly how to tailor our packages to support people in the best way, um, almost disguising the fact that emotional intelligence was sitting at the heart of it. Now the world has moved on so much uh, in a positive way, that we are able to talk about emotions in a in a in a much um, deeper at a deeper level, uh, which is what we all wanted in the first place. And I think leaders are recognizing that for them and their teams to survive and thrive, they've got to take on board uh, you know the advancements of what emotional intelligence can give people.
0: Exactly, and I think particularly over the last year, um, that has, I think companies and people within companies now are appreciating more the importance of that?
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. We uh, have clients come to us saying this is what we need and this is what we want. Uh, The landscape has changed. um, The levels of anxiety, uncertainty, uh, particularly in in young adults. and, And I'm seeing it having two teenage daughters myself in young people in particular. Uh, it's mental health issues are on the up and a lot of the initiatives that Momentum 4 are involved in and have been involved in are in that space of supporting people and their well-being and ensuring that we can give them those resilience tools emotionally, physically, mindfully and purposefully.
0: So I'd like to go into your three moments of clarity. I love your description of your very first one saying discovering what I really wanted to do in life. <laughs> That's a great heading. <laughs> Well, and so important lots... and so relevant now. I think a awful lot of people have been thinking oh, about that.
1: Absolutely. And I, I love the topic here because I had so many moments of clarity in my life. But this particular one came to my mind very early on because I was just reaching 30 years old. And um, now at 50, 30 seems very young. Uh, but at the time, it's a, bit of a, it's, a, it's a bit of a stake you know, in the sands and you draw a line and say, you know, you start to evaluate um, your life. And at that time, I was working in the city um, uh, in a very corporate environment, traveling here and there. And uh, our business took a big hit in the uh, telecommunications uh, time when uh, telco went under, and I got made redundant. So uh, I also was lucky enough to meet my now husband at that time, And yes, I was heading off traveling to New Zealand, which was already booked, paid for. This was my escapism. Go find myself, you know, get out of London and discover what I really wanted to do. Because I was a bit stuck. I was, where do I go from here? And so I remember this moment of clarity where I'd had a very emotional departure from Chris at the airport. We'd said our farewells. Um, and I was, I was going for four months, you know, not a lifetime. And actually he ended up coming out for a month anyway. But at that point it was, you know, we were, we were very much in the infancy of our relationship and we didn't want to leave each other. And I remember getting on the plane and I sat down and I just got out my, my, my book uh, and I had a pen and I just started writing while crying. I hasten to add, (laughs) um, what it was I loved about my life. What are all the things that I loved doing um, that I felt passionate about? And I wrote them all down on one page of uh, this, this, this book. And then on the other side, I wrote down all the things that annoyed me, frustrated me, that I didn't like doing. And I just I didn't put any judgment on any of it. I just wrote it down and stared at this book. And of course, going to New Zealand, I had a long time to think about these words and what what resonated with me. And I landed in New Zealand and my best friend, who also had been made redundant, was waiting for me at the airport. She's from New Zealand, so she'd gone before me. And I remember running off the plane, seeing her smiley, happy face, giving her this huge hug and saying, I'm going to be a teacher. <laughs> and she was an ex-teacher, funnily enough. And she's just went, what? I said, I've just had this moment of absolute clarity flying here. And I want to get out of the corporate world. I want to teach people. I want to support people. I want to inspire people. And and that's where it all started, this journey for me of where I am right now.
0: Did you stay the full four months or did you come home early or? No,
1: I, I stayed the full four months. We uh, Adele and I went off to New, um, to Fiji traveling for, for three weeks. And then I had some other friends come out to the South Island. Chris uh, and I met in Australia. We spent Christmas and New Year with friends of his. And then we flew back to New Zealand and he stayed an extra three weeks. And we traveled and just had the best time and best experience just to really de-stress and really think about how I was going to go home and pursue um, what I discovered. Um, And so it felt very exciting at that time for me. A big milestone.
0: Yeah. And it's amazing how it's going away, something like that. It's so important to take those breaks away because that's it gives you perspective and clears the head. Because when you're going through all your daily things all the time, it's hard to get that.
1: Oh, totally. And I think This is probably the biggest mental health issue for a lot of people right now is that we've not been able to travel. We've not been able to get out of that that environment that might be causing us stress and anxiety. And so how do we gain that? How do we get out of our heads to be able to gain that different perspective? And of course, practicing emotional intelligence enables you to do that. So for me, I was lucky at this time that I did get on a plane and I was 36,000 feet having this moment of clarity. But for me, it's supporting people to get that perspective, to be able to change your life, to create positive change um, without having to get on that plane.
0: (laughs) I know. But even also, the other thing is, is if that recession hadn't hit in, you could still be in telecoms, you know? So sometimes something that seems like a disaster or a, or a problem can actually open up a whole new world?
1: Oh, definitely. And I think this is probably the first, the sort of beginning for me in recognising how optimistic I am as a person, because for me, these moments of clarity come from times of adversity. And this is where our resilience is most challenged. And I guess this is why I feel so passionate about working in this space, because I feel that I can really support and offer a lot to people um, who might not be so optimistic, who might not be able to find that intrinsic motivation and might need some coaching and support to, to get there.
0: Yeah, and it was interesting. I was talking to someone actually earlier on before we came on this, and they said to me, you know, being around positive people, or you know that give positive energy is so important like people negative people drag it out of you and it is such yeah. so important isn't
1: it oh emotions drive people people drive performance which is a huge strap line with 6 seconds it's one that i've embraced i live by it daily and I, you know behaviors breed behaviors so it's surround yourself with positive people if you are being sucked into negativity And yes, you know, they may be friends and you might want to support them, but ensure that you're not being dragged into that negativity, that you are surrounding yourself with positive mindsets to enable you to focus on what's important to you. I think that's really important.
0: And have you found that then with clients that they're much more open now to that?
1: Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we, like I say, we use the the mantra of emotions drive people, people drive performance, because that's our business. And we talk about energy. So Momentum 4, we measure energy. The first thing we ask the client is on a scale of one to 10, where is your energy right now? And people just get that. If you've not slept the night before, if you're not eating well, if you haven't maybe moved, you've been on Zoom calls for 12 hours, you know, your energy is compromised. So the first question is, okay, so where is my energy? And who stole it? (laughs) Where's it gone? Uh, What do I need to do to get that energy back? And that's the really good way of starting the conversation around resilience and emotional intelligence.
0: So talking about energy, um, your next moment was, you definitely needed a lot of energy for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did. I did. And I actually, when I was thinking about this, Virgil, I, I, the emotions come back. It's quite interesting just thinking about it and f- just really visualizing the moment in my head, how the emotions are just there still, how raw it really is. And so for me, I'm a more rational brain. So I'm a logical thinker, which makes me quite sceptical. I like to practice what I preach. I like to test tools and methodologies to ensure that they're right. So I can then say to my clients, look, this is how I've used this. It works. You know, I've, I've practiced this myself for this long. So the way that I challenge my own emotional intelligence and my mind and my body is through sport, And it's not for everyone. You can challenge yourself in many different ways. But for me as an ex-sports person um, and and fitness instructor from many years ago in my my, um, uh, early career, I like to push the boundaries. So for me, Ironman was always that goal that seemed out there that was unachievable. It was something that I didn't think I had the time for, the energy for, the, the effort to put in and and just seemed you know um, out of my reach so I remember the day I said yes <laughs> uh, I, I'll do it there was a group of us uh, it was out in Vichy in France we had a year we, we said yes to, to, to when the event was and so for me my moment of clarity is actually crossing the finish line and I, I crossed the line and the, the, the pain just dissipates. The emotion just takes over. And it was pure emotion of elation, joy, love, pride, um, and, and, and many more compounded emotions, uh, just, just tears. Um, I couldn't stop smiling. Even though I was exhausted, I was nutritionally deficient. I actually ended up in the medical tent about an hour later <laughs> uh, because of that. But at that point, for that first hour, the moment of clarity that anything is possible. And interestingly, that is the Iron Man mantra. That's what they 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 have on their websites. Anything is possible. And it was that if you put the if you want something enough, if you believe in yourself enough, if you set yourself the goal, and you make a plan. I think that's key. You can't just go and do these things. You've got to set it out. You've got to make sure you've got the right support, the right internal resources, the self-belief, the commitment, all of these things that give you the ability to go and actually smash it. Because it wasn't about finishing it for me. It was about finishing it to a time that I had set myself. So it was the perfect race And that's why for me, the emotion was so strong, because it really was a moment of, wow, Lara, you've done this. This is amazing. (laughs) Anything really is possible.
0: And isn't it brilliant that like for that, you can go back to that, can't you? You can draw from it when you're doing other things going, I did that. I can do this.
1: Oh, yes. Even if I'm having a bad day, because I like to daily exercise and I might go out on my road bike and I'm not feeling the love, which, you know, you talk to anyone going to the gym, you have good days, you have bad days. And for me, on those bad days, I tap into that resource of, come on, Lara, you've done an Ironman. You know, I've done other things since the Ironman as well, which have also given me that confidence that if I set my mind to it, if I'm emotionally in the right place, I can achieve what I need to do.
0: My last trip away um, before lockdown, say, it was the summer 2019. And we did a a week walking in the the Alps, Tour de Mont Blanc with with the kids. Yes, But I, um, you know, spent since then now, if we're walking or anything, we're doing something. I go, remember that time we were going up the mountain and, we actually got to the top and I, you know, and, and as we were doing it, each time we get to the top, I'd be going, see, look what we've done. See how you feel, because you can use that yes. for everything, for anything, you know.
1: Yeah. And, and for kids, I notice it's so important. I hear a lot of negativity, a lot of I can't, a lot of limiting beliefs from young people, you know, just really limiting what they think is possible and what they can achieve so those micro moments of acknowledging you know well you did that you know remember when how you felt and we got to the top of snowden or uh i'll I'll talk about mont blanc trail as well in a moment (laughs) there's a commonality there for my next moment of clarity
0: so will we go into that because i i I actually been dying to get to to number three So hard for that very reason.
1: Yes. Yeah, so this one was about uh, my moment of clarity of really, really having this understanding of we're on the right track. We're doing all the right things <laughs> and we are going to make a difference because just before I had that moment of clarity, we were uh, living in the French Alps. Uh, we decided that we wanted to do it. Chris and I wanted to see if the business could work. We wanted to give the kids an experience of skiing for the whole season, going into French school, learning French, and giving them just that different perspective of life. Yeah.
0: And when did Uh, you go out there? When was that?
1: 2019. (laughs) (laughs) So we were actually there. uh, we, We got into the first lockdown, but actually it was all good. The ski season had just finished um and or finishing so we only missed a few weeks and it was really hot and we just had the best year you could possibly imagine um and we were going to stay but my older daughter wanted to come back and finish her education um we say coming back into lockdown and what happened to education but that was what we decided to do so we were we were out there when covid hit and so I remember watching the news and seeing it unfold, and the disbelief, and countries going into lockdown. And we pretty much lost all our business overnight, like many businesses, because the majority of our work was face to face. So we were jumping on planes, trains, automobiles, you know, to get to clients. Um, I was doing some uh, Zoom coaching and online stuff, but most of it was face to face. So we we lost pretty much everything. Overnight and the shock, the reality of we're in a foreign country, how are we going to survive? All those, all those uh, emotions of anxiety and desperation and uncertainty hit me like anyone else. And it was actually the very next day I remember taking the dogs out for a walk. I specifically went to this place because it was so stunning. And I drove um, out to a place called Mosheri and the snow was thick. And we went for this walk, and it started snowing. And you just look up, blue skies, crystal blue skies, and the sun is shining. As, as I'm sure you experienced when you did the Mont Blanc, you cannot beat that blue uh, with the greenness of the trees and the white of the snow. It's just it's it's invigorating. And I was walking the dogs, just thinking about life and crikey who could have who could have thought that this was going to happen it was like being in a movie and I had this moment of clarity on this walk just breathing in this fresh air and just be feeling invigorated but it was this moment of optimism of do you know what Lara we we were thinking about going digital we were stepping in the right direction this has accelerated that um learning that uh, want that desire to go digital, and everything's going to be okay. We're on the right track. And actually, look what we do. We we support people through resilience, through well-being. My goodness, this is needed more than ever. So we are really going to be able to make a difference and have an impact. And so I just remember smiling to myself. And <laughs> I think my husband thought I was probably... A bit demented when I when I came back because he was still possibly in that you know place of what are we going to do how are we going to get out of this and I remember I wrote it down I wrote a blog and I posted it on Facebook and it was called coming out of, uh, coming out of COVID with optimism and I wrote this blog and I was actually really touched by the response that I got. It was huge with people just saying, thank you so much for sharing. Because I shared my negative emotions and I was talking about, you know, this is an opportunity to really focus on what's possible. What is it that we can do? What can we, you know, what can we, how can we refocus our, uh, our work to really do, do good in these awful, terrible times? And so the response gave me even more confidence and optimism to know that we're going to be okay. And I think that moment of clarity doesn't come for many people. Yeah,
0: And it's also, you know, it's amazing how, you know, at the time you said it was all one to one, but people change. And uh, it's amazing how quickly people can change, you know, that even like we're talking now over Zoom that I've been doing all very few interviews I've done in person. It's all on Zoom. And uh, for me, it just feels the same, you know. Once you get used to the, so people adjust, don't they? With the right attitude.
1: With the right attitude. I think that is the key here. And I know uh, colleagues and uh, friends who were just putting up a barrier to change oh, I hate Zoom. Oh, I can't present on Zoom. I can't look at someone in the, in the eye. I can't read body language. You know, there was lots of obstacles that people were... Uh, and engagement is huge. A lot of the leaders that we were talking to is how do we engage our teams? How do we boost morale through virtual digital platforms? So it's been a huge learning curve. And I think one that's going to continue over the next, you know, three to five years. I don't think this is going to go away. People want to, to, to work in different ways. They want more flexible hours and ways of working. So I think we've got to embrace it. And luckily, the technology companies are upping their game. I think we've got some amazing platforms now, and we've got the capability to do so much more than we could say five years ago.
0: You know, you can, there's always, if, as long as you're about being staying positive and looking, um for how things can be done. You know, that's the added like you said that day, you could have gone, you know, this is a disaster, but yeah. you you saw no
1: Exactly. And I think so for us, like you said, you've 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 met people on Zoom but not actually met them in person. We've had the same experiences. If it wasn't for COVID, I don't think we would have met half the people that we're in business with right now, today, in twenty twenty one. You know, we've partnered with uh, a a company where we are developing an app that gives people a coach in their pocket to support. So it's all through mobile phones, but it's still about supporting well being, resilience, leadership, coaching. But we're just looking at diverse ways in how we can widen our reach to really help more people. So for me, it's given me a whole new perspective on what's possible you don't know what you don't know. And so we've learned so much over the last 18 months. It's been a real education and, you know, huge learning curve for us as a business.
0: Exactly. So that brings us to um, our last question. And it is, if you close your eyes and take four deep breaths, think of your happy place and where would that be and why?
1: Well, you may have an inkling of an idea where I go to. Um, and so I, I I do go to my happy place very often and it is the mountains. And I was lucky enough also to do the Mont Blanc tour. And there's one particular spot where I go to where we stopped for lunch on this one day and we were looking at the back end of Mont Blanc and just the, the colours the colours, uh, the altitude, the sort of magnitude of a mountain versus human. It really makes you feel alive. And oh, you just you can't describe it if you haven't actually been to the mountains. But breathing in that fresh air, that that pure, clear, fresh air, you just can't help but smile and feel happy.
0: Exactly. And, you know, when I like when I was on that Tour de Mont Blanc, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I kind of felt it was like a religious experience. Yes. So, you know, that um, nature, like whether it's God or nature or what, but I felt so close to nature and it gives you a calmness and a serenity. I don't know if that's going too far, but you know what I mean? It just is magical. That's the word I always use, magical.
1: It, it is. It's, it's totally magical. And I remember uh, using the term like a huge cathedral. It's like the biggest cathedral that's all inspiring and totally invigorating. I mean, if you ever need to feel inspired and need clarity, I would encourage anyone to go to the mountains, like the ocean. I mean, I live, I'm lucky enough to live by the ocean. I think the sea, even on a winter's day, gives you that the power of nature just makes you feel tiny but gives you that clarity of purpose
0: exactly and i don't know about your kids but when so mine they consider it you know i keep going we'll have to do uh, another walk and they're, they're, they're groans <laughs> every time i say that but, but what i keep saying to them is like you're going to be when you get into your 20s or 30s uh or when you've got kids, then I'm hoping you will do the same, you know, then you'll appreciate it. It's percolating, you know?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. And I have to say our two girls, you know, are the most amazing skiers, snowboarders, and to to watch them flourish in the mountains and, you know, literally going off a jump and doing a backflip, um, something I wouldn't do, but just loving the outdoors uh, experience. I, I, You know, that they, they've said that, that they'll hold that forever.
0: Yeah, that was an amazing experience. So, Laura, thank you so much. I really enjoyed that, I have to say. Thanks Thanks, a million. No, thank you. I hope you enjoyed our guest this week. I would ask that you please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that a new episode will appear in your library every week. I would also really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review so that others discover this podcast. For more information on Emotion Intelligence, and how 6 Seconds Europe can help you, please go to sixseconds.org slash eu. Take care and see you next week. You are listening to Moments of Clarity, Journeys with EQ by 6 Seconds Europe.